Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 2 of the Sauce Tasters podcast. Uh, I'm your host Jim, and today we have Elise. The sussy, 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 sussy. <laughs> I broke, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, today we will be talking about uh, mostly just Steven Universe, our thoughts on it. That's uh, good things, bad things, positives, negatives, you know, pros, cons, whatever. <laughs> None of those were the words I was initially looking for doesn't matter their words uh, it may drift into other things there, there may be a rant that i go on there may later, he may go on a voltron rant i know this we'll, for a we'll fact see. <laughs> we'll see i have i have many thoughts i've practiced that rant many times to myself lol uh, yes okay so uh yes this is elise we uh used to run the podcast car together and then we both got bored of that so lol <laughs> i love getting bored of podcast ideas no, but in general, I think it's it was just really just because, like, we stopped having anything substantial to say, and yeah. it was just, like, if, if it's we not really fun to talk just... about it, it's not fun to talk about it, and that's how it'd yeah, be. Yeah, so we really should have just, maybe we'll do Infinity Train episodes on this podcast, eventually. Yeah, but I think it would be a lot easier to do an overall impressions episode on the whole series. series? That, yeah. that would make for a more interesting episode. Than Instead each individual just... eleven-minute fucking episode <laughs> on its own. We can get down into the nitty-gritty, but there's a lot of uh, stuff that's just kind of pro. Pro tip: Never model your podcast around another podcast if the episodes have a great difference in length. Yes. Or in the case where the thing I was basing it off is where they talked about chapters in a book. Oh my <laughs> there's god! There's a lot more to go into. Oh my god. Uh, but yes, uh, so yeah, Steven Universe, as everybody knows, the uh, Gay Space Rocks show. <laughs> that I know for as a fact I need, I really need to rewatch it. That's, that's the big thing, is there is going to be a big thing in this episode, I think, about pacing. I don't have a good sense for the pacing because I only watched it as it was releasing. I never yes. went back and rewatched it. So, but that, that is that itself a problem. Pacing, so, like, but, yeah. we can still talk about it. It's just, like, kind of cringe that so, that happened. So I'd say we should really start off into the uh, a very good thing about it, was that it was the first of what ended up being a lot of uh, queer cartoons and great representation, even if it wasn't as obvious Not even representation. The, the, liter- the creators were queer. Like, yeah. Rebecca Sugar is queer. But that's what I mean, that's still a created representation in the cartoon, and it added... Yeah. Uh, to, and actually, Noelle Stevenson, the creator of She-Ra, even said that she pointed I think, to I think, Steven Universe. I think they go by... Was, hold on. I think they just go by JD creating. now. ND, yeah. They, oh, literally, okay. <laughs> they literally just tweeted at the top of my timeline. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, like, they were saying that, yeah, they got all the, ins- or not inspiration for She-Ra, but they were able to justify a lot of the representation that ended up being in She-Ra off Steven Universe. Yeah. Which, being, I like, think that's pretty based, because this. She-Ra is like, people will genuinely great. Even though, uh, I am ultra-basic, and my favorite ship in that show is one of the, uh, opposite-sex ships. ships of course off. it is. Can you can you remind Hordak, me what it is real quick? Hordak and Entrapta. <laughs> okay, well that's like that's still fine. 
Like, yes, I'm not saying it isn't fine. I'm just saying that yeah, that ship is still good for representation because I think Entrapta counts as like disabled. I think we're not dis. I think she's code not coded. She's meant to be interpreted as uh, autistic somewhere on the spectrum. Yeah, especially in just having problems like. Uh, I mean, not that I have any expertise at this at all. So I would know more take, than you <laughs> from experience. What uh, with a grain of salt, but just of not really understanding social cues. And kind of just annoying yeah. people without really noticing it. <laughs> and also that Hordak just goes... He, I will use the uh, modern internet lingo. He gets our down bad for Entrapta. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Where uh, she's like, imperfections are beautiful. And it's just showing all the lights and sparks around her. <laughs> That's that's great. And I love he's that. Just there like, mm -hmm, that's yeah. definitely that's definitely the show we're talking about. <laughs> yes, and then our imp is just like patting on his leg, and he's like, "You are perfect. Those who would discount you are utter fools." He's <laughs> <laughs> being super that's dramatic. Good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're whole. I saw a fan art thing where somebody put them in the uh, lab outfits from a. Uh, Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> oh my god. I would it's probably find that cute if I had ever watched that movie. I still haven't seen that movie. You need to watch. Okay, Steven Universe. <laughs> yes. I mean, the, the original idea when we were planning this episode was to go into this, She-Ra, and Voltron. Yeah. As So, it's it's not too far off. <laughs> as of variously good examples of queer uh, cartoons. Science that's thing, many people have said uh, that Steven Universe walked so She-Ra could run. I argue that uh, Voltron fell flat on its face. <laughs> so She-Ra could run. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think both because of those things can be true at once, can't they? They literally give representation. And then the first, they have the boyfriend of the the past boyfriend of the character who, at this point, has never been given any reference to his sexual orientation, then you find out five minutes later he's dead. <laughs> yeah. And so, <laughs> like, just just for what? the record, to, to, to nail this in, I know this only happened to me, but, like, the fact that it happened to me proves it is possible. I literally did not know that that character existed, even though he was introduced in the first episode of Season 7. I didn't know he existed until that scene. So I literally thought they introduced the character explicitly to kill him off. I so that remember that. That oh, would I have been worse. Adam being cuz it was his name was Adam. I don't remember him being introduced. Dude, he was I mean maybe I think was? I think we talked about him having been introduced in uh Oh fucking, yeah, it was a flashback or something. Yeah, there was a flashback. And then he does the super dramatic, you know, famous last words when He's like, you shouldn't go on this mission. Ugh. And he's like, you know, I may not be here when you get back. And I'm like, oh my mm, god. Okay. <laughs> and then they get back, and he's on, like, the wall of the honored. And I'm like, well, oh well. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yeah. It seems like he could have been a really interesting character. If... <laughs> That's, like, that's a problem, but that's a season seven problem is the thing. Voltron okay. gets you know what? bad. You know what? It's time for the rant. <laughs> We're getting into it Everybody. seven minutes and 30 seconds in. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. This, it was literally the only, like, uh, I guess gay ship that I ever bought into. Or at least the first that I ever was, like, one of, I guess the non-canon ones, like fan fiction things that I ever bought into. 
was Keith and Lance. They have such like a great, first of all, just friendship, like mutual respect. That kind of starts off. It starts off as a rivalry. And first of all, there's a whole running thing of just Lance. Is it Lance? I don't remember which character is which. Yeah, Lance, Lance, on, Lance on is the, the main bl- lady. Lance is the blue um, one. Keith is the red one. So yes, Lance is. Yeah, Lance like has a crush on Alora. Alora. He's chasing after the whole series. There's literally one scene in the entire series before like season eight that she shows remote interest in him, <laughs> and it's because he's using the uh, whatever it is, the with their weird magic space weapon things. And it turns into a sword, like a normal sword that you hold, like, on the handle. And not, like, uh, Keith's sword, which is just the long one. Uh, and it's like, oh, and she's like, oh, wow, this is, like, only the greatest, bravest warriors use this. And then she's, like, going behind yeah. and showing him how to use it. And I'm like, yeah, oh, whatever. I mean, I was into it at that. I was bought into it at that point, so I was like, yeah. And then it's never referenced again, that scene, and he never uses the sword weapon again. Oh my god. I don't even remember this. Like, and then, I've the blocked end, Voltron you know, out of my mind, so I don't yeah, remember it at and all. And then in season 8, there is a moment with Keith, Keith and Lance having like a heart-to-heart on, the re- on top of the Red Lion when they're back on Earth. And he's like, and Keith is like, yeah, I remember when you were just like that annoying like uh, other student who's always trying to like mess with me and prove himself and he's like you really have proved yourself and I'm proud of you and I'm like ooh now kiss yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they f- literally just force in the last like five, ten episodes the Lance and Allura relationship and just to up the gut punch when she dies in the last episode yeah <laughs> I'm now, like, now I mean, let's talk like, about the... I guess it doesn't okay, technically count as fridging, because she did have her own character arc, but it still felt very cheap, her death. Yeah. Which actually, like, you know, was the one that did that kind of death better? Was like, oh, I have to sacrifice myself to, like, save everything. She did that death better. With Angela. Yeah. Angela was great. Angela gut-punched me in the way... That I know. I they was that they thought. And I, was like, I I have to rewatch Shira as well. I kind of wish Angela we could have seen more of her having a closer relationship with Adora before that point. Yeah. When we had gotten more of a sense that that's oh, true. Yeah, she does because there's other things where they're like, Adora's in danger. Yeah, go off and save her and go against protocol, whatever. But I wish we had really seen moments of her like, actually seeming desperately worried about Adora. And not just, oh, they have our main powerhouse of the rebellion. That's unfortunate. Yeah. But I mean, I get it. You know, it's a lot to get into the time they had. And it it still ended up good, the way it yeah, was. It really did. Even though, you know, she's like, not technically dead. When you think about it, she's trapped alone forever in the boundless void. between. Which is a worse fate oh, than death. Sorry, fuck on you. The, on the rewatch, the thing that really hits... Is uh, Micah calling out, trying to tell her that he's not dead? Oh no! Away. Oh no! That's that's he's right. Like, that's that's what it was. Looking to himself. That's what like, it was because they man. thought Micah and was dead. Just I'm him. pretty sure they thought like, Micah was dead at that yeah, point in the story. Even though no one had been like, hold on, the only people, in that, no one ever really thinks about. Oh wait, he's the only person here, that isn't like, alive. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Like I'm a little bit lost, but... They encounter, because there was the Horde, so there was Scorpio, Lonnie, Kyle, Rahelio, Tatra, and then, like, Lumberbo, and Angela. And then they get through and trapped eventually in that whole, uh, in the portal dimension. Where it's like, so why is no one being like, hey, why is Micah here? <laughs> okay. we know everyone else here is alive, so why is this guy who's dead in the portal dimension? Yeah. Again, I'm, I, uh, am a little bit cringe. I don't remember any of this. No, yeah, I have I to rewatch the show. I've, I've only seen, so. I've only watched Shira one time. Which is a bit of a yeah, crime I just it because again recently. Jim had it's so good. Jim was in the middle of a rewatch when he got me to watch it, so like, yes, he, was th- that was already was like, his Elise. second go around. I was like, Elise, watch this. You will really enjoy it. <laughs> and then it took me like a I month after you did that cool. to start it. <laughs> yeah, I was already well done with my rewatch by, by my second rewatch by my first rewatch by that by the time I got into it. Oh, I'm very okay. I'm very glad I did end up doing so though. So yeah, I yeah I guess let's touch on Steven Universe. But okay, so this did really end up be this is gonna no, really wait, end up being uh, wait, wait, all wait. three cartoons. Wait wait episode. wait wait before you do that, I want to like further the Voltron thing, right? So we didn't discuss what that massive contrivance was in service of the fucking plot of season eight of Voltron. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so yeah, everyone basically. <laughs> Spoilers, I guess, <laughs> for this bad show. Uh, it's it's that? good for the but first two seasons, and that's it. There was this secondary villain that it seemed like she was just like the head priestess of the bad guy army. It's like, oh yeah, she's got some magic and stuff, and then you're like, oh wait, no, she was actually the wife of the evil emperor. And like, okay, so we get backstory at one point where you find out how everything happened. How the, ba- how the bad guy empire took over and how the universe got messed up. But then at the, the last season is like, after both the evil emperor and the, I guess, prince have both been killed. Permanently. I mean, I, actually, I think Lotor just got sucked into the quintessence field. And <laughs> eh, it's death. Well, he's actually dead. But like, uh, yeah, you find, it's like, oh, she's trying to get find another dimension where she can just insert herself into and live with them forever. And for some reason, that's destroying the entire fabric of the universe. And then literally, they go into this place where you see all the threads of the different universes going out, and she destroys... Oh, yeah. Okay, so by this point, the humans have built a giant ship thing that can transform into a robot. (laughs) Because why not? She yeah, yeah, that was that was season seven. That was season seven where they built Atlas, and Atlas was basically just another Voltron, except it's a ship instead of then, individual robots then, or some shit. And then Atlas fuses with Voltron. <laughs> okay, no, that ship. that part is dumb, but it's I think it's I think it's a good kind of dumb. I I I kind of like that. I mean, the 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 app that looks kind. Does it look cool? Let me look this up. I don't remember. Can you send it to uh, me when you look it up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just straight yeah, up don't remember. Oh, yeah, it actually looks pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, the the idea of it is very dumb, but I, I, I think really it's... I've never really liked the whole super big wings thing, but, uh... 
send yeah, send it to me. That, in in the yeah, discard. That that that, that fusion fought her robot. They go out into the space, like outside of the universe. Yeah, be because she has a robot for some reason. Because like it, it makes it makes zero sense for her to have a robot. I think. And also, well, no, because or for her built to, a robot to know how quintessence metal. Yeah, no, it makes sense for Lotor to have one. It doesn't make sense for her to have one. And even I think if she got another one, she got another like, or maybe she God. used what was left of his or something. But yeah, so then they go out of side of existence into the space where like all the timelines are represented as little threads going out. They fight there. She just goes snip, snip, destroys all the other timelines for some reason. And then they fight and they kill her robot in that energy. I think uh, I think there was something and recreates all the other timelines. No, 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 no. What happens is I think I think what happens is them beating her destroys all the other timelines. No, them oh, beating yeah, her destroys Alora. all the timelines. And then no, what Allura the does... All but the main one. Allura sacrifices herself to remake the multiverse. Yeah. That's that's what happens, is Allura just does that. There's no the explanation ends, as to why that has to happen. There's no... The ex ends with... Uh, <laughs> yeah, then the series ends with... Uh, oh, yeah, it never explains. Uh, no, because she's connected to the quintessence field. Which the, the quintessence field is the way to access other dimensions. Okay. So because I, she has, like, the magical... Right. Yeah, I think it was can... either her or Karan could have done it or something. Also, no. Karan Unless I'm incorrect. He's the best character. He's Reese Darby added again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although he's, unfortunately for him, he got shown up by Seahawk. Sorry. She-Ra does everything mm. that Voltron attempts better. I, I agree. I can agree with that. But, uh, also, just... I. Oh, right, and then Voltron, they also have the pet cow named Kaltenecker. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I forgot most of Voltron. There, there's a lot of good stuff in there. Yeah. Like, it's, like, uh, again, like the, first two, the first two seasons on, are like, genuinely really good. Ages, like, I like Keith's whole backstory thing, where he goes and ages, like, five years in the space between two episodes. Keith Who? goes into a weird relativity field. Keith? With, uh, Keith. Yeah, yeah I, I, I do remember that, yeah. Oh, yeah, because, like, Keith is, a uh, half evil. He's half Gal evil He's half Galra. They're called the Galra. Yeah. Galra, yeah. Uh, even though it's not explained why he doesn't look like a Galra, but whatever. Oh, doesn't he have a Galra form or something? I don't remember. Yeah, I think he does. He has oh, a well, form that properly looks like he's half Galra. And then he has yeah. a normal human-looking human form. Human-looking form. Uh, the character of Pidge is probably the best representation on this show. <laughs> I do I do love Pidge. I don't know how oh, I right. feel about her pretending to be a boy at the start. But, but I that like I kinda what, think that's what, what it is the like. purpose of that being in the in the story? Well, well because he she was trying to get into the military to look for his brother and dad. But they wouldn't let girls into the military. Like I, I remember, I remember that. But like, what is the thematic purpose behind them doing that? I don't, I, know. I don't, I don't really get it. <laughs> I think it would have been explained better. Would have ended up better. But like, yeah, because that's the thing. They all keep using he, him, and saying Pidge, and except Pidge's family use still says Katie, and she, her. No, they, 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 they go to she, her after she explains it. But they keep calling Do her they? Pidge. Yeah, I don't remember that. 
That's the thing, I haven't watched the show in so long. And this is in season one that this part happens. Like, this is yeah. at the end of season one, I'm pretty sure. Out pretty, well, Allura finds out pretty early on. It just doesn't say anything. Well, yeah. Allura says it to Pinch, and then it's like, yeah, I won't tell anybody if you don't want me to. Yeah. Yes. That, but, uh, that, that feels really weird to me. Like... It also never I, I know, that's like the opposite of trans representation. Because <laughs> it doesn't really fe- explain how the mice find out, either. Because the mice tell a lot. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, because Laura has magic connection with these mice, because they were in her stasis pod. Uh... Steven Universe now. Let's actually talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So Voltron is dumb. I, I'll, I'll talk more about how Voltron is dumb, dumb a little bit later. Maybe. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, uh, She-Ra is not dumb. She-Ra is very good. Uh, I guess it does have a couple problems. There's, I guess there's character relationships and character arcs that could have been built out a bit more. But Yeah. It's, it's like... At the point you're nitpicking about She-Ra, it's usually things that the creators probably had thought of, but had no way to do it without the network getting pissed at them. The reason Season 5 is so based is because that's the last season, and they planned around it. Yeah, like, I just mean, like, I guess Catra's arc could have been... Or her redemption, I guess. Could have been a little more... It could it okay, could have been telegraphed better, but, like, they couldn't have done it, you know. Steven Universe finale... Okay. To talk about something that's actually interestingly done in Shiro. Or change okay. your mind, everyone gets mad about because they kind of just rush and fully redeem, basically. Yeah, we'll, we'll get more into why that's dumb because I have a lot to say about that. But, but what I really like what Shiro does with Hordak is that they're not trying to redeem him, really. Like, his whole arc in Season 5 is just about him, like, freeing himself from pride. Yeah. And, like, finally just basing his image, his self-image and self-worth off his own opinions and his own, yeah. like, self. It's a very sad, so, like, it's a no satisfying message that they don't have to, like, pretend it's a redemption arc. It's not a redemption arc, he still did bad things, no, but like, the joke Horde of, Prime like, is worse. Mar-Mistus. There's a joke of Marmista saying, are we really okay with this? <laughs> <laughs> She's like, are we all just okay with this? But, like... Oh my god, that scene where he just declares, like, his independence, basically, is, like, my favorite scene. Yeah, no, it's an amazing scene. The shot where he does it, he's, like, I don't remember exactly what he said, but he just affirms himself, and then he pushes the fucking Horde Prime off. Because Horde Prime is, like, shoot and trapped up. Yeah. And, like, he... What was he? Oh. What is that? He said... Poor Prime says something like you're he's like, You may have made me in your image, but I am so much more than that. Uh what was that? I gave myself a name, I made a life of my own, I made and then he looks at Entrapta and says, A friend. Oh. And he says, I am Hordak and I defy your will. And then just and he's holding him up by like his face at this point. Oh my god. Just the bottomless sci fi void. Because you know all sci fi things have that of just platforms and catwalks. Yeah. over bottomless pits. Yeah. And then he just drops him. That part is amazing. And then it murders you. It murders you because he... The way Horde Prime works is his consciousness can just go into any of the Horde's bodies. 
So yeah. he just comes back, and it's heartbreaking. It's like, it's just like oh, a one, so a massive like. <laughs> Especially just the look in Entrapped's eyes when she sees what's happening. She's like, yeah. Oh. It's very sad, but it's also very satisfying. I can't really explain why that is, but I love it. Because like, you're like, oh wow, so this guy is literally just irredeemable. Yeah, it it advances the character of yeah, it advances the character of both of them. Yeah, because I mean, Horde Prime. I mean, you already know he's here in the He repeatedly talks about the genocides he's committed. Yeah, <laughs> where he there's like four different things, objects or like foods he shows glimmer. Or he's like, this is all that's left of their civilization. I'm like, okay, dude. Uh but yeah, just Shira is just so well done. I just I can't get over. I just watched it again. Or probably now. Okay, I'm just gonna go back to Catcher for a moment. Just probably the most heartbreaking moment for her. Just when uh, it's after she finds out Scorpio leaves. It it shows her reading a note, and then it goes to like the main trio for a bit. And when it finally cuts back to her, it's like it's Hordax. Like, hey, uh, it all good? And you just see, like, a tired look in her face throughout yeah. the side of the screen. And she's like, everything is going on schedule. We're perfectly fine here. Everything is on schedule. And then the feed cuts out, and it shows, like, from behind her. And you just see the entire room, all the monitors are destroyed. Oh, God. And then she just falls on her knees. She, like, takes off her crown, her little tiara thing. And it just falls on her knees and breaks down crying. Oh wow, that is. Mm. I'm getting genuinely emotional talking about this right now. <laughs> God, I, I have to rewatch it. Really be like Honestly, that. Honestly, whole like first her whole. Uh, actually, you know what? I can't. I'm not gonna just keep talking about it right now. There's an amazing uh, video by the YouTube channel Overly Sarcastic Productions <coughs> called uh, Castro and Glimmer. Uh, parallel character arc, par parallel character arcs, where they go way more into it, better than I could. All right, link that when you announce the uh, when you announce episode. this episode on Twitter. Yeah. And I'll also link it, the, uh, and also separately link it to me because I want to see yeah. that now. Because they really talk, yeah, how they have like kind of both of them driving away their friends and making increasingly worse decisions for themselves. Yeah. Throughout season four, because they both at the beginning of season four they both find themselves in a way more uh, in a way more powerful position as a yeah. result of the season three finale, and they both kind of drive all their until it ends up being at the beginning of season five they're stuck alone together. Literally, yeah, time. literally straight up alone with each other, and like there's there's two things. I feel like. If I'm remembering correctly, I think Catra actually is the one to extend the olive branch, and I do really like Somewhat. that. Well, because uh, Catra goes to talk to her, because she's like, because then Glimmer's like, leave me alone, and she's like, actually, please stay, like, I'm dying inside, I just need something I know to talk to. Yeah. If it's you. Okay. Then, yeah, there's the whole thing, Catra saves her, and then gets hoarded, and it's so sad. Adora sees Catra. Yeah. She has like the short cut hair and everything, just the green horde eyes, and it's like, ooh, wow. Oh god, yeah. Okay, so, uh, 
Steven Universe, finally. It's 30 minutes almost <laughs> to this episode that we originally planned to make about Steven Universe. Lol, I love, I just, I love how this is already way longer than most of our podcast car episodes. Oh no, <laughs> the episodes of this podcast I really hope are like at least an hour long each, because I really like long podcast episodes. Same. I, uh, I'll, I'll be satisfied if it cuts 45 minutes. It'll depend. Yeah. yeah. I, we'll see how many pauses we left in here. <laughs> Not too uh, many, as far as I know. Because we didn't... No, yeah. This isn't like that one where we just got bored all the time. And then just didn't say anything for like 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Steven Universe. You know, we have our uh, main boy, uh, Stefan Universe. That was such a bad joke. That's joke not a joke, I don't have, get it. We didn't have any pauses, there was just a giant dap of silence after <laughs> I said that. No, you have to leave that in now. That's important. That's important for comedic timing, you have to leave it in. <laughs> we'll see. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, I think, I mean, this show, it had a lot of pacing problems because of the release schedule. Yeah. And I know everything up to Reunited was aired week after week. What? Which one was reunited? Uh, when Jasper comes on, comes down, uh, kidnaps Garnet and Steven. And oh, that's the one right before, uh, that's when we find out right before jail, jailbreak. Jailbreak, that's not reunited, it's jailbreak. Yeah, reunited, reunited is a, a is later one, episode. I think. Okay, yeah. Reunited's the wedding episode. Okay. <laughs> uh... Yeah, but yeah. basically all of... Se season 1 is double the length of any other season. Season 1 is 52 episodes, so it's split in half. So, basically, the end of... I was just of the of the apocalypse thing. Yeah. He's like, it's like, yeah, you can just skip to episode 100 where it turns out all gems are super evil or something. <laughs> you know, that that, uh, Garnet is just two lesbians in an overcoat trying to sneak into an R-rated <laughs> I love that. It's fun. It's so true, though. It is. Just to everything of what that character relationship is. Oh, my recording volume got auto-turned down for some reason. That's annoying. You love to see it. Uh, yeah, it is just... This, it, but that's the thing, the pacing is kind of messed up. Yeah. So, alright, all of season one got aired with a pretty normal release schedule, right? It was airing weekly. I think it may have taken a couple week break somewhere in there. Nothing bad. I don't know. Nothing I bad. This show got any. bad with hiatuses. I was. I, I was. Jim didn't I hop didn't on it until, it until jailbreak. I was until watching like, early just... on because I was like, the the Can type you, of show okay. that was was appealing to me at the time because at least I was just like, told me, hey, I, it was watch 2013. These two episodes, you'll I was really 11. like it. You were like, watch these two episodes, you'll like it. And I was like, sure. And also, can I... You. I don't know how much you knew what would eventually develop into my love for Disney music, show tunes, and like... Did that, that start there? Music. <laughs> it might. I mean, I think it was underlying. But like, that stronger than you. I, I That just hurt me. <laughs> that song... <laughs> I mean, that adds up. Oh, that was one of the best fight scenes, probably, in the entire show. Yeah. It made me feel things. Ooh, that was... That was awesome. Yeah. I could probably sing most of it, but I am not going anyway, to Anyway, I, I don't remember show. the whole, um, 
the entire, like, in-depth hiatus schedule. Basically, when I remember it getting bad was after Season 2 ended, there was, like, from January until, like, August, there were no new episodes. And then that because... August, they dropped the entire season one a day for the whole month. <laughs> and it was bad. Okay. I remember and that made me so mad that, because yeah. I was at camp during that, so I couldn't watch it. Yes, I think I might have... Wait, what year was that? 2016? Mm, could have been. I, no, it was 2016 or 2017. I think middle of Probably 2016. Yes, because that was when the Steven Bombs first got started. No, the Steven, the Steven Bombs were directly after Season 1. Season 2 had a Steven Bomb right at the start, because it aired, like, one one episode a day for a week. And Steven then we got... Were, they were something, because it'd be like, here's a week of an episode every day, and then nothing for a year and a half. Yeah. We, here, here at Turner Broadcasting, we really care about our shows... You know, is that what Cartoon Network is? Yeah, Turner. They're they're um they're a subsidy of uh, Turner. Oh okay. I think it's also subsidiary. Technically. Whatever. I I am a major. I, I am not expected to know words, Jim. If if um, if you were expecting that of me, then you are wrong. Sorry. The main Stephen Bond I remember being really good was the. Uh, oh, what was it called? The, uh, the fucking zoo arc? Yes. That yeah. Was, that was that is probably the best executed arc in the show. It's time for the choosing, Gomic. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. What if that's how society was on Earth? That's how couples were decided. The choosing. <laughs> <laughs> love that. Which also, I feel like, I don't know how many humans you had on there. I feel like after, you must have taken a lot if after that long those people weren't, like, just all looking like the Hunchback of Notre Dame. But, <laughs> yeah. Like that, they would have been more inbred than the Spanish Habsburgs. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know anything about that type of thing, really, but, uh, Yeah. That was a really done well done. Didn't that also wasn't like all of Steven Universe Future in like one week? No. In like one or two weeks? The first bunch of episodes were like all I know they did of- they did I think they released it in two Steven Bombs. I think they did do that. Okay. They just did two Steven Bombs and that was the whole the whole thing of future. Oh, my favorite episode from that was Steven versus Jasper. That was so good. It was so good, yeah. We're getting ahead of oh, ourselves that was, though. That was dark. That yeah. was intense. That whole subseries was intentionally significantly darker than the main show. Like that was weird, like how he like legit murdered her. Yeah. <laughs> and then undid it. Yeah. Which murdering someone bringing the back from the lot from the dead is not a good thing for a teenager's mental health. Especially, Especially someone who has gone through so complex. much trauma, yeah. Especially with the teenager with a hero complex so who's constantly been taking care of others and never addressing their own mental health. Yeah. Oh, this audacity is... It keeps downing my recording volume. It's so dumb. Uh, but yeah, this was just... Steven Universe was kind of a mess, honestly. There was a lot of yeah. things they did in the back that seemingly were just for aesthetic choices. 
that yeah, there were a lot of lore. breadcrumbs left in the background that didn't but then, end up being sensical the but, longer yeah, we just, took to learn things. Yeah, beca- but just because of like the way that re- this show has early installment revealed was just that like a lot of the stuff that was in the background of old episodes now doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and even in the foreground, like the the early season one episode with the pyramid doesn't make sense because it centers around like a gem that is used as a power source and is not known to be a person. Well, because we later see gems that are sentient being used as like architecture. Yeah. Or that even we see lapis being used to power the mirror. Well, the, we, that's what it initially seems like it was, but we find out much later the whole backstory of that. Yeah, she was just that trapped they put in that there. in because, and that that was a way for them to forcefully get information from her. Okay, I did. I forgot about that part. Or because they thought she was a rebel, so they used that to try to get the rebel's location. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to. And then there's a thing where in the sea spire. There was a statue of a gem with four arms. Which could only have been possible if it was a cross-gem fusion. Which we yeah. later find out was, like, very taboo at that time. It would not at all have been acceptable. Socially. Yeah. <laughs> like, it makes sense when we see later, when they go to the home- when they- on the arc where they're actually on Homeworld. <laughs> that we- the, the trial arc. Yeah. Where, like, we see in the very bottom levels, there's similar statues, but that makes sense. That, like, an ancient... Because that's also similar to, like, you know, the, wor- the world at large. We're, like, in olden time, and we're way, way ancient times, like, homosexuality wasn't really that taboo. Yeah. Like, look at... I mean, everyone obviously says Greece as the main example, but, like, you know, it wasn't really that... Or, like, yeah, it wasn't, like, a taboo at all. And then eventually it did become one. Yeah. Which actually, fun little uh, historical thing, uh, the Spartans actually had an entire regiment of soldiers made up entirely of gay couples. (laughs) With the idea that they would both fight to protect their uh, significant other and to impress them. (laughs) I mean... There are there are worse things that you could With the assume idea about that gay they would people. be more effective. But no, it wasn't. That's the thing. It wasn't that. It was just that like, it... women wouldn't have been soldiers, and that to them it wasn't really. Not that there wasn't a. Di- I don't know if there was a difference, but like, they wouldn't have cared about that difference. That like they would have been like, let's get all the, let's make an army of the couples that can fight and let them fight together. So they'll fight to protect and impress each other. Like, if women had been allowed in the military, it probably would have yeah. been somewhat similar. But, like... Because there wasn't really a difference. There was, like, even... In Greek culture, I forget which one. It was, uh... It was a nephew of Hercules that he was in a romantic relationship with. Which is weird. <laughs> like, there was a temple to him that was a place for a gay cup for... Uh, uh, gay Greek or just gay people to go to pray for luck in uh, love and romance. <laughs> like, it's just a whole cultural thing that used to not really be that taboo. Which it seems like was kind of, I don't know if the implication or 
analogy they were trying to make with cross-gen fusion. But people people have tried to argue that the um, that cross-gen fusion is an analogy for sex, which doesn't make sense at all to me. I'm sorry. I understand. Especially I think I understand like where you're Steven, coming from with it, but especially it's... when like Steven and Amethyst fuse. Yeah, over. that's bad. I think I think I understand. Like, the they, it's mainly because of the way they introduce uh, uh, Sugalite. Yeah, Sugalite really, was really a mistake. Toxic. You don't you don't introduce a character voiced by Nicki Minaj. Sorry, you and don't do, like, you don't do that. You can't. You know you for a fact never... you can never get her back. You don't Just introduce like, yeah, a character like never that. Never use that character again. Yeah. I also really, which also that's the thing. Sugalite has a very harsh design to show that it's a very toxic relationship. <laughs> yeah. And also just the way that like Garnet and Amethyst move for the fusion dances. Also probably the reason that that became a thing of what people thought. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very sensual dance. <laughs> But uh, I think just I think Amethyst in that specific dance literally launches herself into Garnet's crotch. Yes, she does. Garnet spreads her legs, squats down, and just slaps her hands on her her thighs. Oh my god! <laughs> and Amethyst just like dies in. <laughs> That's the thing. But I feel like the whole of that fusion being sex thing is disproved when Steven and Amethyst fuse. Or yeah. Even when Steven and Connie fuse. Yeah. Like, Literally when Steven like fuses with 12. anyone. <laughs> because he is a child. They're both children. Yeah. I think it I Honestly, think it is Stavani just an expression. Really I think I think it is just supposed to be an expression of extreme trust. Well, what that what that means for you it doesn't matter. Relationship being yeah. whatever. Like because yeah, like us whatever Steg. I hate that that's the name. God. <laughs> Is it's a steg omniverse, I think. This, this, this is the actual, or steg multiverse is the canonical name of that fusion. God, yeah. Of like, that's the relationship. I find it that. really it's weird that they did that. I I find in it the, in the movie. That <laughs> yeah. looks so weird. That was. I I I just find oh. it weird that they did that anyway because like. I don't like it. <laughs> And also that two people who are like, not that it's a bad thing, but like overweight when they fuse as a giant ripped four-armed rock star. Yeah. <laughs> and then just like, the gem is just in the dead center of just like an eight-pack. <laughs> God. But that's the thing, like I really like the design of, uh, what was it? Uh, Smoky Quartz was a very good. Yeah, she was good. Very good character. I like that. She was good, and I like I like her voice too. I like the reveal scene. Yeah. <laughs> when it's because uh, when they're showing like it's when a, they when, when they it's a pearl of garnet. <laughs> I don't remember that bit. I know that um. Like, no, garnet just. Garnet's just pogging, smiling. obviously. I do yeah. remember that. And then you just see Pearl just going all the couch like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I like the scene. I like the buildup they did to Smoky yeah, Quartz in general. Like because Smoky Quartz happened. Smoky Quartz happened after Steven and Amethyst had a row and then got back together. 
it's a more genuine yeah. form of trust than like what they had before which is they were just living with each other and they were like we trust and each other like, as like a basic thing but yeah, this yeah, now yeah. it's active and it's really it's awesome i love it's that so good it makes me happy the entire show was just so well done well not the entire show sorry <laughs> that a most lot of, of it specific <laughs> relationships yeah. Honestly, oh, one of those things I love also is when uh, Stephen and Connie are dancing at the uh, car wash and they accidentally fuse in front of Greg. <laughs> oh my god. I think I do remember that, yeah. And he's like, what? And she's like, you can do that? And they're like, uh, well, you know, it, it just happens sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that entire... That show's interesting. Stephen Universe is a... Yeah. It's a show. Should we, uh, yeah. So let's the, let's let's get into the big issue. Change your mind. Yeah, change your which mind is, is a problem. The villains overall, which honestly, the introduction scene I think for each diamond is incredible. Yeah. Like so let's in let's let's go over it from the start. Yellow diamond. Let's go over what it is from the start. So the the premise is, Stephen and the gems go to Homeworld with I think Connie goes too. Because with yellow and blue diamond. Yeah. Ooh, Directly. Yeah. Steven knows that he like Rose Quartz is pink diamond is the last big reveal they do before this episode, before this finale. Which also is right before there is a massive like three month hiatus after the at reveal episode. Yeah. Before and after the release episode, I'm pretty sure too. <laughs> so then you find out. So then we get uh, the Sapphire and Ruby episodes, and then it goes. It culminates in the wedding, which is reunited. Because they okay. had a thing where they figured it was like, oh wait, our entire relationship has been a lie. I don't remember so, that bit. Well, no, because Sapphire. Can like, you like remind me of that? Well, because Sapphire makes it seem like, oh wait, if she was really just Pink Diamond, then it makes her feel like. Um, their entire like love and, re- and like relationship with each other had been built on a lie. Oh, okay, gotcha. On, like, the valid- and they they had been based they on the, disagreed like, the with each other. They disagreed with each other on whether that was the case. Yeah, like so Sapphire was just Sapphire having a big moment. Away. Yeah. So then Pearl went and gave the speech that was like it gave the full backstory. That was like, oh wait, no, you know how this it turns out is actually okay. <laughs> that all the problematic implications of her being a diamond the entire time are actually fine and it doesn't really matter. <laughs> what is what is that part of it? I don't I don't know what you mean. Which is like that's the pro- the problem is that she's like cuz the reveal that she was actually a diamond makes her just seem a lot more irresponsible and yeah. It makes a lot so of her like, her already bad stuff worse. You so know. then it's like, but that also makes Pearls, because of the hiatus, even though, like, I guess you know that it's in your like, I guess logically it's not true, but it, the entire episode feels like a course correction. Yeah. And then we get the uh, Ruby Rider episode, which I don't like. I don't know, I just think it's annoying and a waste of time. I don't remember I mean, it. I, I don't remember most of the show, I'm sorry. <laughs> which that's also, it's Ruby's side of learning to come back to the relationship. Okay. And I thought just getting the whole new ch- choosing to. Yeah, that's weird. I feel like 
the whole point was that Ruby disagreed with Sapphire on the reason they broke up, so I feel like Ruby would be, like, yeah, super into the idea of, like, Sapphire is, like, okay with this now, you know? So, yeah, then they get back into the... Then they get to anyway, the wedding. It's not a big deal. And one of my other favorite songs, uh... What was it? Something Just Think About Love. And it's just a nice, upbeat song. A bismuth's back, also. <laughs> she was a character that was uh, shelved for a while because she was getting a little evilly, a little murdery. <laughs> we, so do a little murder. a while. we do a little murder. We do a little murder. No, we will not validate that. We do a little trolling. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> so yeah, then uh, it gets back. And then, at the wedding, we see two giant arms emerge out of the sky. And, uh, yellow and blue diamond. Oh, wait, we never talked about Peridot. <laughs> I mean, there's... Or Jasper's corruption. Or yeah, no, there's a, there's a lot to talk about. I want to focus on right now. How poorly the ending of the series was handled. Yes. So then they're like. That's what I want to focus so on. Stevens like just goes into the mindscape, <laughs> which I'm pretty sure is something he's done once before, maybe, because Yellow uses her weird lightning powers, and just like uh, poofs all the gems. Yeah. But it's in a weird. It does a weird thing where I guess it may take some longer to reform when they're poofed in that way. But it's never really explained. Yeah. Uh, so, Steven just goes and reveals to both of them by using the mind, his touch in the Mindscape. Yeah. I that think Yellow is in denial of it at this Rose, point, but Blue is not. Is Quartz Blue believes him. I don't think But is still mad at him. But I, yeah, don't, I don't remember. Oh, it was something wait, like you're that. Rose, they're like, wait, you're Pink Diamond. And he's like, well, yes, well, yes, but actually, no. <laughs> they they believe him that, like, they they believe him that Rose Quartz is Pink Diamond, but they don't believe they him that he is himself instead of either of those people. Yeah. Let's well, let's let's briefly explain the like, diamonds well, real quick. How that works. If you want. Uh, yeah. I mean, so, there's like, not really much to explain. They're just the top yeah. They're just the top gems. They're they're the top gems in the evil space dictatorship that the gem empire gem currently empire. is. The gempire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the gempire. Agreed. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, this is really annoying. The audacity keeps turning down the recording volume on its own for some reason. Kind of cringe. Yeah, but uh, it is. Okay, so. Blobity, bloobity, they destroy both the ships. <laughs> uh, they arm re uh, yeah, well, they destroy one of them, then a yellow arm wrestles the cluster with her ship. <laughs> yeah. That was, I, I did like seeing the cluster again. The cluster arc is the second best executed thing in the show, but I really feel like that was, that was one, one of the big flaws other than this ending happened when I guess it kind of foreshadowed that this ending could have been terrible even though obviously it was not intended um, where Steven just kind of solves it with his magic I'm Steven and epic 
powers. And the power of love. Oh, yeah, yeah that's the other time we see the mind escape. Yeah. When he bubbles the cluster. So both of them are for fucking <laughs> massive contrivances. <laughs> yes. But it's just you like, love to see it. There's literally no way we can solve this. There's no realistic way to solve yeah. this. The cluster arc was almost really good, but then it faltered in that key area, and it was annoying by then. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, what else? Yes, they go back. They go to, uh, then they get, uh, they get, a uh, roses slash pinks ship. Yeah, which is pants. Yes, it's, it's legs. Yeah. And then they, uh, fly off to homeworld. And they're like, y'all gotta look the way you're supposed to. Yeah. It's and then basically they, they, the they fo- kind of it's basically the scene in the it's basically the scene in the Lego movie where he's like, We gotta follow the instructions to get into the spire. <laughs> <laughs> and then they sort of faff about on Homeworld for a couple of episodes. Like, this is I think the second time we've been to Homeworld, because the first time was like with Lion and the 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 corrupted gems or something. Well, no, it was uh, it the, wasn't uh, with Lion. It was with Lars. It was Lars, Lars yeah. Because Lars gets killed. Steven yeah. raises him from the dead. <laughs> God. <laughs> Steven really is a fucking Mary Sue, isn't he? So then you're like, oh, wait, so that's what happened to Lion. He died and Rose brought him back from yeah. the dead. <laughs> it's an okay explanation, but it's really like, why did you design your character this way? But it also you doesn't know? make it, it doesn't make that, it doesn't make the hair make sense, which I guess doesn't really matter that his hair yeah. is now a pocket dimension. Or the gateway to a pocket dimension. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, I mean, the whole, the hair dimension thing's actually pretty cool. Which also means that, why, though, that inside. Well, uh. I was gonna say, why is there is why is there no air? But it, gems don't need air, and that's really enough of an explanation for me. It's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, that makes enough like, sense. Oh, but it's also interesting that Rose never told the other gems about the hair dimension. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess they wouldn't technically need to know, but it's just kind of weird. Yeah. So yeah, then they go. Oh yeah, because they also use that as the plot contrivance for Steven to have a way to get back to Earth from Homeworld. Yeah, that one's not as bad, <laughs> but it is still contrived. You're right. It seems a it seemed a bit cheap to me at the time, but uh, yeah. yeah so most he... of this stuff is nothing compared to fucking <laughs> what's coming. The ending. <laughs> so are they get which we've been trying to, to get to for like. Fucking how we're almost an hour in. We've been trying to get to it since like the thirty okay, minute so, mark. So they least. get there and uh yellow and blue are like, yo, we're gonna talk to White Diamond, smooth this all out. And uh we don't even have to worry about it. You guys stay on the ship and uh you know Chim Chim, that's it. Chim yeah. Chim Cheerio. It'll all work out in the end. <laughs> and then uh the weird then uh White Diamond's Pearl shows up. <laughs> and then we all say, oh god, oh fuck. <laughs> because she's so creepy. Yeah. Which also Here's the thing is. about White Diamond. She gets introduced and then beaten within the span of two episodes. An episode of the show is 11 minutes. She gets, like, 
a minute. No, it's like three episodes. It's like three or four. She gets like a minute of screen time when she's introduced. Because there's this. And then the next time we see her, she gets beaten by the fight. No, because there's this, and then there's the ball, which she doesn't go to. Yeah, then the next time we see her. Yeah. Well, no, because there's this one where where, uh, White Diamond's like being all super creepy and like, well, hey, good, you're back. And then just yeets Steven off to his apartment, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. And then we meet the Pebbles in the next episode. Steven spends the next episode just going visiting the diamonds. Yeah. Uh. What does he do next? Uh. One second. Uh, nope, that's not an important notification. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I can't even remember. There's just nothing happens. When? Then it's the ball. Steven and Connie accidentally fuse. Yeah, they get thrown so into So they get in prison. Uh, jail. Prison. And then, uh, then they start the ending. And the ending is Steven befriending all three of the other diamonds in quick succession. I could believe it if it was only blue. If it had taken the whole episode, and (laughs) I okay, in interest, I've I've seen a video about this by someone called JXE. She made the five-hour Doctor Who analysis about the most recent two seasons. Anyway, (laughs) um, she makes a really good point in that video about how, um, which the whole the whole video is centered around the idea of bullshit um it's it's just a critique of this part of the show of the ending um so oh, can i tell you what i really didn't like i did not like the garnet steven like sunstone design i just did not think that was a good look yeah i agree uh the, the, the problems i will get i will there are more problems with fusion that i will get to that were also mentioned by jxe <laughs> anyway Obsidian, so did, one thing did, one thing she Obsidian. mentions one thing she mentions is um, the episode tries to pass off converting yellow as if the two of them had been under White Diamond's control and they didn't agree with her and they wanted to break out, but they like never thought that they had the chance. Which would have been an interesting idea if that were what they built up to, but unfortunately at this stage it's just being pulled out of their ass so they can check off all the list of things that they need to finish before they finish the series. I mean, there this was finale, the song, like, there was what the this song, finale what's is, the use of feeling blue, where, like, you get the sense that, like, yes, Yellow did genuinely love Pink. I guess, I guess that could be an interesting, um, idea, but, but if that's what they were going being, to do, then they should have no, then built the series. Not have her say the line when they're doing the video call with Peridot saying, I want that planet to die. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yes, I want, it to, I want the cluster to destroy it so I can finally wipe that annoying little rock off my star maps. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, it just doesn't fit. And I'm like, if we haven't gotten fit. that, because that makes her actually seem like an evil space like dictator yeah, and which is definitely what she was intended maniac. to be. This, this, <laughs> this ending was absolutely written in a rush because they didn't know that they were going to be cancelled. This this episode is just them checking off a list of things that they knew they wanted to complete before the series was finished. 
and it's not their fault that they got this limitation, but it is absolutely their fault that they managed it the way they did. Yeah. Case in point, so let's let's go to they the next thing they do after turning blue, I'm pretty sure is they break out of the cell and they fall into this pit and all of the gems are poofed at this point. And somehow they fuse they I don't remember enough about the context. They somehow get brought out and then they just fuse into obsidian. No, and there's because, no... no what happens is Steven's like he I forget if it had happened before to let him assume this. But he figures out that he can Oh no, because he does it with Pearl accidentally. When is this? No, not Pearl. Uh, he does it with one of them as they're all falling accidentally. Amethyst. Where, he does it with Amethyst. Amethyst. He, uh, where he, he resurrects them. That he can, where, he, where he can pull them out by fusing with them. Even though that so goes he, against the way the fusion mechanics have been explained this whole time, fusion so is dances, literally... just like a, a rock the size of like his hand, individually, each of them on the way down. Yeah. I'm and sorry, but that's bullshit. Unf- that's not how fusion works. That's literally going against what... Yes. Okay. That literally goes against what Fusion has been intended to be this whole time. I'm glad, like, I know this this exists because they wanted to check off getting Obsidian in the show somewhere. Well, no, it's also just that Steven couldn't have done it alone. They couldn't... And also that they all would have been shattered if they had hit the ground. It It is a consent thing first. That is... That is what fusion is it has to be consensual between both of them otherwise it turns out but it turns out like malachite if it's yeah and it's that and it's a level of trust and it's just it's a relationship and they really both have to i i'm doing a bad job at explaining it but like the point is this obsidian thing goes against the whole rest of the show before this no when they when they by the time it's obsidian they have all been out and they're all talking, and then they're like, I think it's time for Obsidian or something. Or they're yeah, it's time for something. I guess so. so. They all just do, like, a cheerleader pyramid. Yeah. But, like, the, the, that's Obsidian the problem. Awesome, Steven, the Steven has only ever fused with Amethyst before. No, Amethyst and, like, Connie, but, like, Amethyst yeah. is the only gem he's fused with before. They have not gotten the Garnet or Pearl development in as their relationships with each other. None of that has happened yet. So, when they fuse into Obsidian, it's frankly bullshit. I think, I don't remember exactly when they do the Sunstone fusion, but that's also it's, it's contrived. It's during the fall. It's during the fall. Yeah, that's also contrived and bullshit. I'm sorry, but again, that should not have happened at this stage, because he has not had that development of his relationship with Garnet. Just as he has yeah. not with Pearl, and they never did have Rainbow Quartz with him. They did that in future... And I understand. I understand. Like everything well, no, after this finale. This is when we first see Rainbow Quartz. This is when we first see Rainbow Quartz 2.0. Yeah, that's that's what because I mean. I think Rainbow Quartz has been said to be he, but it's like, yo ho! I'm just like, ho ho! It's Rainbow 2.0. Yeah, they introduce. Which I just love the way he speaks they, and acts. I I think <laughs> they introduce him in future. I don't. No, re- it's in this. Oh, what? When in this is it? I don't remember. 
during the fall, because he makes... Wait, he separately fuses with Garnet, and then unfuses with Garnet, and then fuses no, with he, Pearl? He what? He fuses with Amethyst on accidentally. He's like, wait, I can pull you out by fusing. So he unfuses with Amethyst, dives for Pearl, fuses with Pearl. That's even then, more bullshit. I forgot about that. That's listen, worse. Then uses the umbrella, <laughs> brings out make the oh yeah, because Rainbow's weapon is an umbrella. Obviously, he uses that as like a rocket to get down to Ruby and Sapphire, and then just grabs both of them, fuses into Sunstone, and then lands. Oh my god! And then that's diamond, way worse than I thought. Listen, I forgot that that's how they did it. <laughs> and then the diamond robot goes to step on them, and then. Apparently, Sunstone is strong enough to just resist the step. God. <laughs> okay, well, that, that doesn't really change fight. anything about my arguments. It just makes it worse. Because, <laughs> again, Steven and Pearl have not had that development by this time in the show, nor have Steven and Garnet. Neither no, of those fusions should be down. possible, nor should, nor should Obsidian. Down, Pearl is like, Steven, we fused. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. Yes, uh, Pearl has the Frieza laugh. Oh my god. Of course. <laughs> Shut up. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, it's just not well done. So yeah. Then fuse oh yeah, and also now Peridot, Bismuth, and Lapis are also here. <laughs> yeah. Lol. I forget where, where they came from. They're just here. Hi. <laughs> As is Connie. So, oh yeah, cause, uh, then Lap- Oh right, Bismuth's like, Yo, Connie, I made you a new sword. <laughs> oh my god. And it's a good-looking sword, too. Let's get into, um... And it's a more proportion- The sword is better proportioned to Connie. Yeah. Which is good. It I doesn't guess. look as much like a giant anime sword, the way Rose's <laughs> sword did. But, uh, yeah, then, uh... I don't remember anything else about this episode, by the so way. So, Bismuth... I remember Bismuth, this, and I remember the actual ending bit. Bismuth, Peridot, and Lapis kind of just run interference, act kind of like mosquitoes, just to annoy the giant robot. Yeah. Okay, so wait, I do remember can... this. They they get out of the pit, and then they unfuse from being obsidian, and then they get fucked over because they unfused. Something because, oh, to yeah. that effect happens. And then obsidian... Uh, because Obsidian has like six arms, so she like pulls the sword out of the second of health. Like just overflowing with lava and just pulls the sword, gets all the weapons and jams them in the handle, puts it in her mouth, and just pulls out a giant sword. And I'm like, you know what? That's awesome. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with this because of that. But however, so then they, they that's not the really eye. something to credit this episode with because they had, they, they had that in advance. They've, they've <laughs> had Obsidian set up since the start. That's so the yeah, whole they point climb, of... They climb into the eye. They all get frozen by uh, White Diamond's mind control vision. Laser vision. Yeah. Uh, she rips Steven's... Well, obviously besides Connie and Steven. She rips Steven's gem out. He looks basically dead. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the and then the gem at first goes into the form of pink diamond and then rose quartz and then finally just Steven. To which white diamond's like, yo, what's up? And actually I think this is a very good moment, the she's gone moment. Yeah. To where an the extent. pink Steven's like she's gone. I don't know, it, it hits a lot worse considering what and it's in service of, but 
And then, like, White Diamond's like, what do you say? And it's just like, she's gone. And then it just, like... And then you just see, like, there's a giant crater under him. But, like, he's still standing on, like, what would be the flat ground. Yes. And then it also has the weird, which is also what I didn't like, how just suddenly, and then Steven uses them after this on his own, the geometric, the more geometric shield. And shields and bubbles. Yeah. Which isn't really set up ever. And then there's the, uh, I mean, the scene of the two Stevens fusing back together is pretty good. Well, like, it's really <laughs> well animated like, because it's sense. done by James Baxter, and that's like, it's great. But it also, Even though it yeah, make they sense. don't they don't explain it, and that's probably by design, honestly. So which also just means that now Steven is just a permafusion like Garnet canonically. Yeah, with also himself. Gem does have its own. Is more just a cold computerized version of him. They, I don't, I don't want them to ever try to explain this again. I'm no, sorry. Like, it's, don't. It's, just it's, leave it forever. I, I don't like that that's what they did with it. Like, they overcomplicated what Steven is. And, like, the whole... Like, yes, it's a... They're trying... What they're trying to say with it is that he is Steven, end of story. But the way they said it kind of ruins that. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know, it's like, the implication that Steven is a permafusion between two separate entities that are both kind of, sort of, but not Steven is very yeah. weird to me and makes me kind of mad. I mean, I also do like just the like, whole thing of like, eat that like, yeah, Rose Quartz is permanently gone. That like, is even that is good. All, like, even with all the fanfic stuff that's been around of, oh, what if they find a way to safely separate Steven from the gem? So that Rose Quartz and him can exist alongside each other. Yeah. It's like, nope. She's, well, th she's those gone. are those are, you know, that's gonna happen in fanfic, and I think that's or at good least that like, that's she can't brought back in any she can't be brought back in any way that matters, because like it's clear there's some I guess impressions left over from her. Because Stephen has still gotten like some of her memories before. Yeah. But like, you know, it's just. Doesn't yeah. really make any sense. Anyway, then the worst thing ever happens. Uh, White Diamond starts. White Diamond starts having a a meltdown. And, and he's like, "You're the one who's acting like a child." And that's that's not at all earned. And then pixelated they sunglasses fly in from off scene. Yeah. There's a bunch of just the, the blunts, fucking and it just says the, explo thug life. the explosion effect from Delta Rune plays across the and screen. Then a, and then just the whole thug life thing comes on. Yeah. God. <sighs> yeah, and then he's like, then they're just all redeemed. They all the diamonds go back to Earth. Sit in a big uh, sit in a big bath of a uh, diamond bath water, and then uh. <laughs> diamond bath water. Shut up. <laughs> that's what he uses to fix Jasper, actually, and the other corrupted. Oh, is it later. that stuff? Is it that yeah, stuff they they're technically sitting in? All gets a he got well because they're all sitting in the bath and they just toss all the corrupted gems in there, and they all get healed. Okay. Which I actually like that the corrupted gems have scars, as like yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, like mental health. You don't just get better. <laughs> Yeah. 
But, like, there are still permanent effects, and, like, trauma leaves scars. Yeah. And that's and, like, good, but then they go directly against it with White Diamond. <laughs> it's like, she just changes instantly, and it's the worst yeah. thing ever. That is, that is the biggest like... crime of this show, doing that to the diamonds. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> it true. would have been a more respectful ending to just do whatever ending they had already planned for season 5. Because you can tell this was written in a rush. They didn't know they were going to get cancelled, and then they wrote this in a rush when they found that Okay, out. so you what can do you tell. think of the movie? The movie no. is good for what it is, I think. I don't like the diamond scenes because Change Your Mind irreparably ruins the diamonds and it subsequently makes every time they bring them back pretty much unbearable to watch. So, like, the part... The scenes of the movie with them and also the, um... What's it called? The especially episodes of Future, with, which have them. Especially with White Diamond acting all kitty. With Steven and all doting, like a doting mother around Steven. Yeah. I think Spinel was a pretty solid villain, but at that point I was kind of tired. I think most people were she kind was, of tired of she just... Was, she was good, but like she, another... was the, she was the only good thing in the... I don't want to call it the only good thing in the movie, but I don't know how I feel about the structure where it's just like every... every Solid Every gem just... gets murked and they have to go across memory lane to fix them. And then they have a song when they get fixed. It's like, that's not, I don't, that wasn't fun to watch for me. I mean, I really like Garnet's song. Uh, and Spinel's villain song was good. I love villain yeah. songs. <laughs> oh, like, uh, What's the Use of Feeling Blue is great. Yeah. I think that might honestly be the song. best best song in the show. And then it turns into I'm... a really sad song. Yeah. But I honestly wish White Diamond had had a song. I think that would have made her better. But she probably had one her, planned. She probably made. did. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what her song would have been like. Like, I think it would have been cool if it was very, like, robotic. No, because yeah. she sings, uh, Let Us Adore You. She sings part of that. Yeah. I don't like that song. It's it's weird. Yeah. And also that they I like just like... I like Spinell in the movie, that's it. That's the best that's the it gave it gave us a good new character and that's really the most the best thing of substance it does for us. Steven's new outfit doesn't even stick because it's like he they does keep the shirt he, color Yeah, they changed the shirt they changed the shirt color for future. So it's like, I I guess they're trying to show Steven at his, like, near his peak of um, his, like, hero com complex thing, like him succeeding at that. Yeah. They're trying to show him near his peak, which I guess works. I don't know. It's well, like, this is the thing of, oh, this is the perfect time. Like they say, uh, here we are in the future. Like, it's... This is their them in their happily ever after. Well, yeah, they literally say the line in the song, "Happily ever after." Here we are. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the point. That this is after the war. Everything's nice and perfect. Yeah. What do you think of Little Homeworld? It's cool. It's it's quaint. It's nice. 
I think it's kind of weird. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I understand that, me. too. <laughs> I think that this might be me thinking about it too much, but I feel like it would kind of be if there was a place, like, that had been able to, like, resist colonization or something, and a group of, like, the dissenting colonizers were just, like... <laughs> like, the natives just gave them, like, a little valley or something and let them live there on their own. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> You're right. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be like if, say, there was an island or something that wasn't able, and the, some of the British officers or soldiers didn't want to, like, take over. So they got kicked out of the, whatever, army, like, empire. So they were like, oh. And the neighbors were like, well, even though, you know, you were directly involved <laughs> in attempting yeah. to genocide our people and destroy us and take over our land, uh, we're just going to give you a little bit of it to live on, yeah. even though that's why you're here. Which, to be fair, I feel like that's the kind of shit Stephen would do, so it's in character. <laughs> but it... It's his. It's his idea. I'm like, how about just make them leave? Like, let the gem... But, especially since Homeworld will now accept all of them. <laughs> God, the premise of that being because of White Diamond's shit last time. That's true. That's true. That ruins the movie a step for me. Okay. Yeah, the be The only good thing the movie does is spin out. <laughs> Everything else the movie does is bad. For you. <laughs> I forgot that... <laughs> no. And... Is that even in the movie? I forget. Yes, I've Little Homeworld is that they start it in the movie where there's like gems building a colony on Earth. That's okay, like I, I, I remembered it from Future more. Which is also a really weird thing of like... Uh, like, okay, so like, there will... If the gems are truly good, there will never be a new gem made again. Because, yeah. like, so far as we know, there is literally no way to put it, unless they do it where they only make a few gems on each planet, there's no real sustainable way to grow the gem race without actively destroying other planets. Yeah. But, yeah, it's An just interesting, weird. interesting design for a species which, like, turns heel at the... I'm sorry, I can't I can't keep focusing on the white diamond shit. <laughs> okay, so like I was saying, this is actually like the whole redemption here is very interesting. I mean I think Shira did it a lot better, where there's the big big bad, where even though the entire show's point has kind of been everyone deserves a second chance. But then they Shira does a thing of, well, not everyone takes the second chance. And you know what? Yeah. That's just how life goes. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's okay to, like, get rid of some, or, and let's say you've seen you just cut someone off after they let you down on a second chance. Like, yeah. they could have had maybe Yellow Diamond and White and Blue Diamond, if they'd had more time, separate themselves and eventually be redeemed, or at least make it seem like they're on the path to redemption, and then just destroy White Diamond. Yeah. Or at least poof and bubble White Diamond forever. If you're unwilling to kill her. Yeah. And have that be like, you know what? We gave her a chance. She didn't take it. Yeah. She didn't apologize. She didn't try to make amends. So. Right. She, we gave her a second chance, but that's it. 
we're not going to put other people in danger for the yeah. sake of giving her more chance after chance after chance. When I mean, she's proven time after time that she doesn't want to get better. Which is yeah. what happens with Horde Prime. Horde, Horde Prime, they just, she just kills him. Like, she just... I'm gonna, I'm gonna be fully honest, I don't actually remember how it happens in the show. She literally just but... puts her hands on, like, well, technically Hordak's face, and she says, it's time for you to go. She drives his spirit out, and then his spirit just evaporates. Oh, nice. <laughs> like, she literally just eviscerates his soul. I mean, that is the only way you could kill Horde Prime, so... That's... Yeah, I get it. And then Hordak's, like... Which also, that kind of scene, and that's some of the other scenes, over that made it almost try to imply like there was some kind of personal connection, but personal relationship between Hordak and Adora, <laughs> which I didn't get. I don't know if that was yeah, just there this there really wasn't. Watch. Who did did was Hordak the one that took Adora at her infancy, or was it Shadow Weaver? I think it was Shadow Weaver, right? Well, he got her, and he was like, well, I opened the portal, and all that came through was this dumb baby. So, like, <laughs> oh, he just he just gave her to Shadow Weaver, right? He was going to send her to the general recruits, but he was like, Shadow, and then Shadow Weaver was like, I'll take her into my special force captain program. Which is weird, because it almost seemed like the entire point of Shadow Weaver's little unit was training force captains. Like, yeah. it was almost like the officer track, that they just took gifted children into it. Because she's like, can't you see that this one has power? Yeah. Which, and then it was like, also that. But then later we find, Light Hope says, I brought you through. So it almost implies that she did something that allowed to temporarily take out the, take down the planet's defenses. Or the universe's defenses to, uh allow him to open the portal and made it so it would open at a specific place. Yeah, kind of cringe. But yeah, it's Light, just... Light Hope is a known cringe, though. But then you find... But then it turns out that she was more than a program. That she was more than a, like, computer kind of thing. And that she had been altered after what happened with Mara. Okay. Right, because she, like, was part of what convinced Mara to do it, right? Not really, like... Okay, I don't remember. <laughs> she was trying to... The entire... The Light Hope program is meant to train She-Ra. And She-Ra's purpose is to balance the planet and set off the heart of Etheria. Yeah. But she had been reprogrammed after what happened with Mara to make sure that the... Uh, Part of a theory would go off at any cost. Okay. So like no matter what, her her main her primary directive was to uh, set off the heart of Etheria and destroy the first one's enemies. Even though by the time of Adora, they were all long dead, because in that thousand year gap, Horde Prime and the Horde had destroyed the first one's empire. Yeah. It's it's very interesting. I need to rewatch it. But yes, Steven Universe doesn't do that, and they imply the existence of other empires, but never go anywhere with it. Yeah. 
because let's 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 quickly touch on Steven Universe. Well, what? Go ahead. What you're gonna say? Yeah, we're, uh, yellow diamonds like this will be the greatest galactic embarrassment in history. <laughs> yeah. Like, like who what? Who are you embarrassed by, though? Like what? Is there another yeah. empire out there that you're afraid to look bad next to? Yeah, what? <laughs> and I have a feeling those questions did have answers planned, but then they just never got the chance to do it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, it probably would have been that they all would have had to come together against some larger threat. Yeah, I feel like the show was vibing about that even early on. I feel like that was something that we talked about when the show was, like, better. <laughs> oh, like, like Sneeple? Sneeple would have been the main thing. <laughs> yeah, that was our joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, that show. That, oh. Oh, and like how Ronaldo tried to murder Lars on screen, and then everybody just forgave. God, him. we all we all hate Ronaldo. In, in this <laughs> so in this man. house, we hate Ronaldo. <laughs> all our homie, all our all my homies hate Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. I don't really have anything else to say about Steven Universe. Let's let's quickly touch on future before we wrap up because I think future, we can wrap yes. up once we do that. We're already an hour twenty five in. So. It's going to be a solid episode. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, Future has a lot of the same problems as the movie, but it does touch on interesting things that I don't think would have ever been explored had they gone with their original idea. Like with the, the long-term impact of uh, Steven Universe doing everything he had been doing his entire yeah. life. I mean, maybe that, was worked, maybe that was worked into the plot of Future Seasons, but... From where I am now, I can't see that working in the same way without, you I know... I didn't like, like the Steven getting corrupted storyline. I think it sort of made some sense, but, like, the way they treated it for the finale was, again, not good. I like the idea of him going off on his own, kind of. Or him going off with Connie, at least, for a bit. Yeah, that, that was good. I'm, gl I'm to glad try they to live a normal life for a bit. I'm glad they did that as the ending. Have him leave. And then the thing that I had been waiting for, Stephen and Connie kiss the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The entire build up of their relationship over 5 seasons. Do they do they never once kiss before that? No, they do in the finale. Before the finale, I mean. In the movie, she kisses him on the cheek before she goes to space camp. But oh, okay. Yeah, isn't isn't a thing in future that he literally proposes marriage to her? Yes, and he sings a very touching song. <laughs> yeah, no, he he does, but it's also like, dude, isn't your whole thing that you're really emotionally intelligent? Like, wouldn't you understand that about her? That she's not but into that. But that's the thing that he isn't emotionally intelligent. I guess so. That, like, he's... he's. I mean, he is more than he was at the beginning, but he spends so much time taking care of everyone else that, like, he just does not uh, know how to handle his own emotions. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that makes some sense. Oh, new Wayne Family Adventures on Webtoon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll read that later.
yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I think there was a storyline of him shattering Jasper, and then fixing yeah. her immediately. That was that was really good. Home. That yeah, was that another was one of those really cool things that happened. And then they go to Homeworld and they have the and diamond skin kneels, right after, and it and makes me kneels. so mad because they put the diamonds in again, and their characters are completely broken and they're very unsatisfying to watch now. They're just... Uh, <laughs> they're they're like, literally not the same characters as they were before, and they're not the fun to watch. It like, makes right me so after mad. Steven needed like, all the diamond fluids to fix Jasper, and then like there's just... Uh, Yellow Diamond on her own, fixing a bunch of corrupted gems, fixing a bunch of shattered gems, and that's just what she's yeah. doing. Let's not worry and about then, uh, that. Blue Diamond's just smoking weed. <laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of funny. I will say she has clouds that make people happy. Yeah, everyone makes a joke that it's supposed to be weed. <laughs> that's the Weedemans. Ah, uh, what else happens? I'm trying to remember. Are you? Uh, feels other people's emotions now. And that's just such a misread of... Like, the the other two are already yeah. bad, but I think the blue diamond thing is kind of funny, so it's it gets a pass from me. The white diamond the feeling other people's emotions for her... Oh my god. <laughs> I missed that. That's Don't good. remember he goes there, and there's just two, and it's like, vote... It's something like, vote for a, a like, new candidate. And it's just both the Zircons working against each other, and they look exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. And how, oh, and then the Steven, White Diamond like, tries to kill himself. As yeah. No, like, it, he dark. literally, he literally attempts to kill her. Is yeah. what that actually functionally ends up being. And then it just gets real dark, and he just leaves. And then he goes back to Earth. Oh, right, then there was the whole thing, uh... There was the episode where he was gardening because he was deeply in denial about all his friends leaving. So he yeah. cactus to life. Yeah. I wish we had gotten more of the... Oh, yeah, there was the episode with the, uh, Stevens who had... This, the watermelon Stevens that had a colony on the island. Yeah, that was nice. Oh, yeah, then there's just that thing where it's, like, the giant black gemstone that has, like, the giant black uh, geode. you remember the geode? I think so. Where it's the big thing that just has, like, they say it's like a giant space storm or something inside it. Oh, with that, yeah. the episode where they just fix it with duct tape and then it's just never addressed again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there's things like the map, where the map looks all weird. And there's the giant crater in Russia. Which some people have speculated was yeah, they, because they really Russia had was because Russia had uh, censored a lot of Steven Universe by making the voice actor for Ruby a guy. Yeah. So so, so then they they pulled an fu by making Ruby the one with so, the dress in Reunited. Yeah. So then they were like, he, Russia censors Steven Universe, so Steven Universe censors Russia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that stuff's good. But yeah, future future ends it with wasn't really the whole. The writer's fault. It was just a bad situation, and they made the best of their. Maybe they could have done better. I I disagree. I disagree that they made the best of their situation. I think the Infinity Train approach is better, with them just, just doing do what, what they had already, and then leave it open, 
at least like even if it ends the Steven Universe fan base loves theorizing. You could have just left that to be. Also, and they would have had a field day with whatever you gave them. Throw some heat on a Steven Universe person I don't like. (laughs) Sure. AJ Universe on YouTube. I don't like him. Okay. He has this whole thing of like whenever one of his predictions kind of turns out not to be true, or when he makes a speculation about something, he acts like he was entitled to his expectations being met. <laughs> that sounds kind of cringe. I didn't know that that was he a does thing. That, he does that especially in his uh, Infinity Train review of the first season. He's like, this isn't what it was implied to be in the pilot. And I'm like, well, that's what happens with a pilot. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't expect things from a pilot. That's kind of cringe. Uh, yeah, I mean, he hasn't uploaded a Steven Universe theory in a while, but... Yeah, you would hope so, because the show's been dead for however long it's been it, dead. It's just gaming now. Apparently, it looks like you're just playing Skyward Sword, because I'm just looking at his okay. profile. Oh, we talked about Owl But House. yeah, let's, let's, let's go back to Steven Universe, Andrew. Let's wrap oh, up. and one thing, so, he got mad at me, even the, in the comments saying I was wrong about telling him about a fact he missed in his video about Bismuth. He was like, we don't know how long she was asleep. I'm like, except they literally say it. Yeah. (laughs) Because they say that they go to the Strawberry Battlefield, and Pearls literally says it's been almost 5,300 years. And I'm like, they literally say it in the episode here. This video is about, dude. Like, do your research, please. Bro moment. I feel like someone's gonna find this and send it. <laughs> like, yeah, the eight people that watched that listened to the last episode of this podcast. Oh my god, one of those was me, by the way. I have listen. I, I, I have listened to some of it. I haven't finished it yet, but I've listened to some of it. Yeah, there's seven starts. We'll finish listening to it after this. It, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's let's wrap up. So future yeah, ends okay. by Stephen turning into a big corrupted kaiju monster because he's that's how his trauma surfaces apparently and then one of them i forget who somebody kisses him on the forehead and says we're here for you so he goes back to being steven i believe that was garnet garnet yeah yeah if that was an idea they had for season six i would have been okay with it. it would have been better in that context to be honest because then like like he if garnet had, had saved yeah on his own he he would have uh, this should have been before their fusion yeah and then that would have been how they would have introduced sunstone and sunstone yeah. would have had a better design probably i don't know i don't know when I they i don't like the sunstone design yeah or the, the voice sun with sunglasses it looks weird yeah it just doesn't look like anything that makes sense within the context of every other gem we've seen on the show yeah, maybe they probably designed it like during that rush for uh, for change your mind. Yeah. But yeah, that's how the show ends, and then the the last episode is Stephen trying to find the courage say to goodbye say goodbye to, to everyone, which yeah. is it's nice. I won't fault them for doing that one. But yeah, it's a. Uh, it was a it was a disappointing end. It really just kind of fizzled out. It didn't really have a grand finale. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, well, I've been Jim. 
Uh, you can find me at Jim is hiding on Twitter. <laughs> he has a Twitter now, wanna, guys. <laughs> I, I have some things to say there. And let me just That's his pin tweet. He has things to say. <laughs> let me just make sure I'm getting the handle right. Uh, at you can follow this podcast at the Sauce Tasters on Twitter, or I think it's at the Sauce Tasters Pod on Instagram. I didn't know yeah. that you made an Instagram account. Wow. Or at the Sauce Tasters Podcast on Instagram. So those are the two places we are. And if you I may any... make new, I may make new profile picture soon. So um, yeah, you can uh, tweet us, or yeah, uh, you can tweet us and send us shit. something on Instagram if you have any ideas for what we should review in the future. Yeah, uh, um, Elise, you have your stuff you wanna. Yeah. I, as always, am KDV underscore granola underscore bars. Now no longer deactivated because I deactivated earlier today and undid that. And it's like for a moment. (laughs) But yeah, um, if it's not dead, you can find me there. And I I doom scroll a lot, so be careful. (laughs) But also I sometimes like make weird banger tweets. So, you know, have fun. Well, goodbye. (laughs) Bye.